Jasmati with a metric number of 142808 and I am Anis Farah Tashifa with Dina metric number 142446. So, hello guys. Are you having a great day to a new beginning and open a new chapter in your life? It is a new adventure with a new opportunities and possibilities. All of us are eagerly waiting for this new year 2021. So, let this year bring new hope and new blessing for all of us. Yes, because sometimes the year has been so disastrous and so terrible that entering a new year will automatically mean entering a wonderful year. Every new beginning comes for some other beginning and okay, let's start with the case. Today we are going to talk about it's okay to cry. When you are writing, do you ever feel like you don't have any idea what to write? You feel lost or what you should put in your essay? So here we look at you on this. So I need your attention throughout this session. I know your uh, I, I know that our topic for today is like the current drama that you might have more. It's okay not to be okay, but it is not. So shall we proceed with the topic? Lucy, uh, would you kindly explain why you choose this topic? Yeah, sure, I would love to. Um, basically, our world has changed and you have probably read, read every article about we need to cope by staying mentally and physically engaged and connected to those in love. All of this, all of it sounds advice and worth taking. But what about your heartache, your sadness about the world? People are dying and life as we have known it is a forever change. Your future feels uncertain and every time you tune into the news, there are more images of loss. Absolutely true. You might find yourself feeling numb or kind of blank out. You might find that you can not keep still and are trying to do everything you can to stay distracted. You might find yourself reaching for substances that alter your emotions or engaging in activities that you can, but also have done sites like gambling or binge eating late at night. While these are all completely normal attempts to cope, the sadness ultimately returns, and when it is not tempted to, it becomes heavier. The amount of drugs, alcohol, food, and distraction needed to block it out will grow, and you might find yourself traveling more intensely with other emotions like anger. But in not allowing, allowing yourself to be sad, you have the risk of eventually not being able to feel anything at all, including joy. Yeah, I agree. As we try to find a way to move forward into a world with more authenticity, we have faced in generation, we need to find ways to bring our completely normal human emotions along with us because trying to suppress them only leads to increase of suffering. This is a moment of international trauma and how we process our feelings matters. Pain, sadness, grief and anger are natural responses to this tragedy and finding a way to let yourself experience this feeling will actually help you cope with your changing circumstances more effectively. Cultivating self-compassion for the part of you that is grieving will help you to stand 
choose your needs and how you get through this coming months by staying connected to yourself and to those close with you. I think this is common for teenagers to have these feelings, sadness, as they are now experiencing the new phase of their life, basically because of their hormones. These hormones affect teenagers' mood, emotion, and impulses, as well as their body. Their daily mood might be from happiness, anger, sadness, or anxiety. So they might cry for no reason. Yeah, as a fellow, fellow humans, I encourage you to let yourself feel sad. Let yourself weep as that impulse comes up. If you find yourself holding back tears because you don't want to make others feel upset, there are a couple of things for you to consider. First, it might be that the person you are not wanting to upset is really sad too and might find great uh, comfort in being able to join you in sharing the sadness. Oh, we are having sessions together. Hmm, that's nice because the best way to receive is to share it with others. One thing I realized from my experience was you need to know your face and your expectations. So try open up yourself to the people that you trust. Let's be practical. If you openly ask about these questions to me, to the one that you want to open up to, I would not know there is this person who is feeling lonely existing in this world. The same thing in real life too. You get to open up at yourself and at the minded people, your family or even your close friends. No one can know what is going on inside you until unless you open up yourself. So the second one is if you on some level know the, the people in your immediate circle cannot, for whatever reason, tolerate your expression of sadness, consider finding a group to connect with. The amount of free online groups, online support groups popping up in response to this crisis is heartening. Maybe you can try to find a therapist or what do we call Befrienders, right? Yeah, Befrienders. Um, befrienders, they basically can help you to process and cope with your feelings. They are actually really helpful in this. Uh, the service that Befrienders offer is called Befriending. Befrienders aims to benefit society by helping people who connect, or contact, sorry, who contact us to develop better emotional self-awareness, uh, in which in turn leads to improve emotional health and well-being. Exactly, and I think so everyone knows about these people because these people that really help them. And it's always an appeal to let yourself be sad in your own private way. If you have a job or responsibilities that make it so you can't show your sadness, take the tears as you stand alone in the shower or maybe stand at the sink doing dishes at the end of a long day. Find a place for your grief, like writing in a journal or doing artwork. Yeah, this is actually good. Uh, doing a journal like pouring your thoughts, but it is with your hands. Try to start doing this as soon as possible. I actually did journal my feelings and I do feel a lot better since then. Releasing is better than keeping it inside, right? 
Um, by the way, um, Alisa, do you ever know why you are even crying and why the Lipkin people are asking to cry? Hmm, why is that? Because it is being drawn into us, uh, especially for men, that crying is a sign of weakness or even seen as unprofessional. But actually, don't be afraid to cry when it's the time is right. It takes a strong person to cry. Yes, in fact, crying is good for you. I did find a study for University of Minnesota by Dr. William Frey. Crying actually improves the mood of uh, 88% of people and it can also help with healing, boosting immunity and reducing levels of anger and stress. Emotional skills include the productive hormone, which plays an important role in your immune system and is mostly associated with meat production. Women actually have more productive than men, and it's probably the main reason why women tend to cry more. Uh, having a good cry can just make you feel better overall. Uh, crying is more effective than any other antidepressant. Do you ever know why? So, uh, let me explain it to you. Crying makes our bodies feel better. We should not suppress or cry on a basic level because it is a psychological response and helps us feel better about pain. We tend to breathe deeper when crying and deep, deep breathing reduces cortisol, which is the stress hormone, and it turns lower stress level. Yes, and crying can be good for us psychologically. It helps us to take that back and process what might be wrong. The worst thing you can do is to suppress crying because if you bury those emotions, they will just blow up and come out as anger or bitterness, which will make you feel worse over time. Your emotion won't go away that easily. Not just that, crying can help you deal with a lot. Losing a loved one or a pet is one of the worst things to deal with. Sometimes the only thing you can do is hug someone and let the tears flow. Words won't suffice. A loss is not just associated with grief of a death, but also any type of rough circumstances, like suddenly losing a job or breaking up with a significant other. For example, you just woke up with your boyfriend and suddenly all the memories from your relationship come at once and that makes you grieve at that moment. It's okay to cry to let out your grief. Cry as loud as you could because you deserve to cry. You deserve to grieve it. Exactly. And by that, it can help you to be more Just play itself in life and hide. 
it's hard to put yourself in a situation that has some emotional baggage. Confront what's holding you back. Crying is not a sign of weakness, but it actually makes you stop and assess the situation better. Showing vulnerability will help you connect with others. It's okay to respond to someone who is crying in public. Being around someone who cries publicly can be a work, a curse, or uncomfortable for everyone because when nobody, nobody does anything, it can make that person feel worse. Do something supportive like is that a hug? Because it builds trust. Yes, it is important to build trust for someone's side. Remember, the reason for tears and crying is cleansing. Think of crying as a natural therapy. If crying becomes more frequent or uncontrollable and there is no apparent risk, consider consulting a medical professional. A mental health condition, hormone imbalance, and neurological condition may be responsible. This is applicable only for women, right? Well, yes, of course. So this refers to the symptoms collectively as premenstrual syndrome, PMS. A 2013 study reports that as many as 75% of women of reproductive age experience PMS. So crying cells are one of the symptoms of PMS. I think burnout can cause unexplained and frequent crying too. Burnout is described as financial and physical exhaustion that a person may experience when exposed to excessive for long stress. I think we do experience uh, this burnout, right? Because, you know, sometimes you just go angry for no reason because you are just too tired, having headaches of too many things to be told, your heart keeps beating and panic because you are scared of the deadline and many more. I think this one is also applicable to us, right? Yeah, you get it right. Burnout can affect a person's ability to regulate their negative emotions, which may lead to emotional outbursts and crying. You might have no energy because you are losing appetite which lets you get so intestinal problems. This is scary because now with the pandemic, we are unable to control the amount of work we have and sometimes it doesn't give us a time to rest. Yes, and this is what led us to anxiety. Okay, anxiety is a mental health condition that involves increased levels of fear, worry or panic. According to the National Health Mobility Survey 2015, every one in three adults is 60 years and above in Asia, teenagers suffer from some form of mental health issues. Anxiety can make people feel vulnerable and out of control because it is a feeling that can cause a person to cry. If you are experiencing this, please, please, please refer to the specialist. You need a hurt your health. Basically, crying is a perfectly normal way to express emotions. 
But for someone who often cries for no apparent reason, may feel worried about crying in an appropriate or inconvenient time. I can assure you, if you try to press your thumbs to the roof of your mouth and relax your facial muscles and sink the skin between your thumbs and forefingers, that can help you to stop crying. Oh, thank you for the tip. You also can try a deep breathing exercise which is a common way to calm and control your emotions. It involves breathing in through the nose for several seconds and pulling the air down to expand the belly, then releasing the air through the mouth and see the belly deflect. I think uh, if you search it in Google, you might find a tip or maybe video that helps us to control our breathing more easily. Yeah, I think I need to see someone sharing it on Twitter. Um, maybe I should just search for it for future events. Wow, that's period. Okay, now, to conclude that, uh, our topic, I just want to say, when you let yourself in response to all that is going on, it may be the kindest thing you can do for yourself. The wave of sadness will likely subside if you let it move through you, and you can turn that to cooking dinner for your family. No feeling lasts forever and letting yourself be in touch with sadness will help you to stay connected to your community and all that you care about. Exactly. And if you ask someone who has been trying to reduce or stop using substances or engaging in other compulsive behaviors, it is really important to keep in mind that managing feelings is a learned and learning speak time. You may not feel equipped to manage your feelings and find yourself turning to always of coping. Try to find someone compassion for yourself and make sure you ask for support and guidance. It's your role and yours alone. Others can walk it with you but no one can walk it for you. It's all up to you and only you can change it. That's all from us. Till we meet again. And no matter how hard the past, you can always begin again. Till then, bye. bye.